0: Welcome to Snazzy Stories. Put some pepper in thy step and lend an ear to the terrific tales of the past. Hey, welcome to Snazzy Stories. If you want to keep the storytelling alive, please go to patreon.com slash snazzy stories and donate to my storytelling adventure. Also subscribe to Snazzy Stories on iTunes and other podcast apps. Or go to snazzystories.com. Today's story is actually about Adolf Hitler and the way that he was able to project his views on an entire nation, specifically relating to the gender roles and the way that he wanted to cleanse Germany. Adolf Hitler is one of the most baffling historical figures for many reasons, but... One reason, in particular, is that he projected his views on an entire nation, and in doing so, he convinced a nation to bend to his will, with his henchmen at his side, of course. Among many causes that Hitler claimed to stand for, in addition to helping the unemployed, strengthening Germany militarily and economically, and denouncing the Treaty of Versailles, was one that made him the poster child for the traditional family and the cleansing of Germany from all undesirables. Among these undesirables was a class of men living an alternative lifestyle. This lifestyle was homosexuality. Hitler was determined to bring Germany to the highest standard as he saw it. He proclaimed that pure Germans were of Aryan lineage and that they were the best race and anyone who did not fit into that mold was to be eliminated. Therefore, Hitler felt that the need for constant reproduction by men and women from Aryan ancestry was necessary in producing a powerful and clean Germany. Posing as the protector of the traditional family so that women would stay home and raise sons and daughters for the nation and eliminating immoral activities like homosexuality from the state was a large part of Hitler's regime. The calling of motherhood in Nazi Germany was elevated to a nationalist duty. And women's liberation that had continued since the 1920s was seen by the Nazi party as pure selfishness. The nationalistic duty for women to fulfill their motherhood responsibilities was necessary in order to put race above everything else, especially the Aryan race. According to the Nazi regime, women in the home would be in their natural state removed from education and politics, and restricted to domestic talents. The Nazis' idea about a German woman's education was very negative. They felt that women's male counterparts were intellectual as opposed to over-emotional women, thus concluding that a woman should continue her, quote, natural calling of being a wife and a mother, unquote. This duty was sacred to the preservation of Germany, or so Hitler voiced. The Nazi Party claimed that women were not supposed to venture outside their natural sphere, the domestic sphere. Otherwise, they would lay claim to a part of the downfall of Germany. The Nazi Party produced many effective campaigns in order to push women back into the home, using slogans such as, quote, get a hold of pots and pans and broom and you'll find a groom, unquote. And, quote, not for you, the business life, rather learn to be a wife. Unquote. Not only did the Nazi Party persuade with these slogans, but Hitler also introduced a new program as an incentive for women to drop out of the workplace and jump into the home. This program would guarantee government subsidies if women quit their jobs and married. This new program was also created to encourage couples to have children. The money received by the newlyweds from the government was on a loan basis. If the couple produced one child, then 25% of the loan did not have to be paid back. If they produced two children, 50% of the loan did not have to be paid back. If four children were produced, then the loan would not have to be paid back at all. Therefore, encouraging couples to produce as many children as possible. If Hitler was going to have a powerful nation, or Lebensraum, as he said. He needed to fill it with pure Germans, which is why women's ability to procreate was a duty admired by the state. The Lebensborn program proclaimed that all SS members were greatly encouraged to father four offspring in or outside of wedlock. Illegitimacy was one aspect that the Nazi party did not care much about, just as long as the children were Aryan. However, such a policy was not widely spread because the Nazi party and Hitler's emphasis was placed on marriage and the traditional family. In 1938, Hitler introduced the Mother's Cross. A bronze cross was given to those women who had four children. A silver cross was given to women who reproduced six children. And those women who had eight or more offspring received the gold cross. Hitler's actions emphasized his need for women to feel that they were important in the role of procreation and that this was an important duty for Germany. Women did feel important and needed in the German society, especially if they received a medal because they had done their job to help build a strong German nation. Before the Mothers' Cross was instituted, women already flocked to Hitler. Women were just as intoxicated by Hitler as the men were. A book called Women of the Third Reich the author explains, quote, women were infatuated with Hitler and scornfully portrayed numerous patronesses and female admirers who were moved to tears by his speeches and who pawned their jewelry to lend money to the party, unquote. Even before Hitler came into power, women already congregated in droves to him. Women and men were entranced by Hitler's oratory skills. After Hitler came into power, numbers of women still liked him, especially those women who enjoyed the pre-World War I stage where a woman's place was in the home. However, some critics were of the view that pushing women back into the domestic sphere to only bear children was demeaning. But Hitler responded with grace and eloquence. He stated, Quote, when our opponents say you degrade women by assigning them no other task than that of childbearing, then I answer that it is not degrading to women to be a mother. On the contrary, it is her greatest honor. There is nothing nobler for a woman than to be a mother of the sons and daughters of the state, Unquote. The continuance of women critics within the Nazi party proclaimed that they deserved an equal part to play in the Nazi party but this was a minority of female Nazi militants. Positive propaganda of womanhood was also a large part of the Nazi party and Hitler's plan. Hitler's propaganda did wonders for his image as a leader and as a human being. One particular piece of propaganda called the triumph of the will portrayed the Nazi party and Hitler as almost godlike. During the film, Hitler mingles with the German people, and women lined the streets with their lovely blonde hair and blue-eyed families to cheer loudly for their Fuhrer, who saved Germany from ruin. The notion that this film gives is that Hitler is not all that bad of a guy. In fact, most people seem to like him, and women especially admired him. Hitler's image in this film also portrays him enjoying the company of children, and children enjoying his company as well. Again, Hitler's image is well-publicized as him delighting in the nuclear family, posing and advocating the happy traditional family. Along with the Nazi party's strong family resolution was the opposition of abortions. Abortions were very much discouraged by the Nazi party, so much so that in 1933, two laws were proposed that disallowed the abortion institution and services from being available to the public. The names of women suspected of having abortions were turned over to the regional state health office and their cases were investigated. However, abortions were not discouraged for all women. In 1938, the race care and gene care school of thought really took hold and Jewish women were permitted to have abortions and sterilization was also enforced. Although in 1942, Jewish genes were to be exterminated altogether through mass murder. The Nazi party was not only involved in encouraging marriage and reproduction, but also discouraging it and taking action against it as well. Sterilization was running rampant in Germany between 1933 and 1939. 400,000 undeserving citizens were sterilized and racial laws were set up in 1935 that restricted Germans and Jews from sexual relations because of the desire for racial purity. Sterilization was a popular thought in the Nazi regime, although women that were certain to escape sterilization were good housewives and industrious mothers. However, women who were among the many victims of eugenic sterilization were prostitutes. These women were considered to be of, quote, inferior character, unquote, Racial purity was a major factor in why Hitler promoted women of Aryan lineage to reproduce many children. But in order to clean Germany's streets, another problem needed to be taken care of. This problem was male homosexuality. Hitler was able to pose as the protector of the traditional family and the ideal German masculinity after the treacherous night of the Long Knives in 1934. Ernst Röhm and a number of SA leaders had been accused of homosexual practices before 1934, but was not seen as much of a threat. However, for political reasons, a number of SA leaders, including Ernst Röhm, were murdered in 1934. Some of these men were also known to engage in homosexual activities. The Nazi party often used the issue of homosexuality in political power struggles, as in the Night of the Long Knives. Hitler claimed that he preferred to stay out of SA leaders' private affairs. Therefore, this incident was purely a settlement of political rivalry. Hitler and the Nazi Party did not only play on homosexuality to settle political differences, but it also played a big part in portraying to the public that Hitler was the cleansing savior of the Germanic nation. In the massacre of the SA members, the political controversies were buried. The only issue was homosexuality. Hitler was able to portray the part of the forceful opponent of what he thought as immoral behavior, and in doing so, he empowered his reputation among the German people. Some Nazi members believed that this alternative lifestyle was dangerous to the Germanic nations, such as Heinrich Himmler, and were strong activists for strict laws against such, quote, lewdness, unquote. In 1935, the laws restricting homosexual intercourse was brought into homosexual and lustful feelings. A Nazi lawyer advocated the change in law because, as he said, quote, same-sex behavior threatened to spread like an epidemic, unquote. The Nazi party was most concerned with homosexuality becoming a, quote, epidemic, unquote, within their own organization. Oddly enough, the Nazi party attracted some homosexual males because of its... Male camaraderie, and in the organization like the SA, it was ever-present. Also, the glorification of masculinity. Males with homosexual tendencies in the army or involved in the Hitler Youth were sent to therapy sessions, and then hopefully when they were rehabilitated, they would come back to their community as, quote, normal, unquote, human beings in their society. Even though Hitler disliked homosexuals merely for their choice of sexuality, he also believed them to be a threat to his political power, as was the case with Ernst Röhm. Hitler also viewed homosexuals as inferior because of the mere fact that they were going against, in his mind, the traditional values. He was trying to distill in the German people the procreation of worthy sons and daughters for the state and the glorification of motherhood. Hitler believed that the great nation of Greece fell because of homosexuality and the inability to produce what the nation needed to progress, worthy citizens. In the name of the purification of Germany, 5,000 to 15,000 male homosexuals were placed in concentration camps. Most incarcerated were males because they were seen as more of a threat to the Germanic state. One historian believes the reason for this is, quote, in a state that extolled manly marital toughness, lesbians were less of a threat to the regime than men who infringed its ideals of masculinity, unquote. Homosexuals were sent to concentration camps and then were forced to wear a pink triangle because of their crime. Adolf Hitler has used the issue of homosexuality in two different ways to his benefit, for political gain and for racial purity. In both ways, he has portrayed himself as the protector of the traditional family and has also been seen as a cleansing power that swept the nation of all of the undesirables and threats to Germany. Hitler was very successful in convincing the German people that he protected the traditional family and morality. Hitler's ability to keep women in the home reproducing dutifully, forcing abortion facilities to become unavailable, And the cleansing process through eliminating homosexuality seemed to be a political success to the Third Reich. But as a human race, and for humanity's sake, it was devastating. These stories also need to be told. The ones that crush the human spirit, the ones that divide us, we need to remember these things. Because if we don't, we allow this to happen again. Thank you for listening to Snazzy Stories. Come back again where everyone has a story.